Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. All right, thanks a lot for tuning in this afternoon. Six minutes after one. Reed Wilkins sitting in for Bob Stoffer as he travels with the team. Mark Spector is in studio. Hey, temperatures are dropping, so it's just about time to start thinking tropical. Forget about white snow and start thinking about white sand. How about Puerto Vallarta? Jet away with 630 Cheds, Jalen Nye in January on an amazing all-inclusive winter holiday tour that includes seven nights at the five-star Beachfront Marivelle Armory Armory Resort plus parking at Value Park at Edmonton International Airport on sale now for just $2,195. Book your spot today by calling New West Travel or visiting newwesttravel.com. All right. Jalen would be a blast to go on a holiday with. Sounds like a nice warm place. (laughs) Snowing today, buddy. The last week wasn't too bad. Today, this morning was a little ugly. I like winter. I'm okay with winter. I'm an Edmontonian. I like to ski. I like to skate. Yeah. It's time to have some winter. It's late November. Let's go. Yeah, you're a big skier, aren't you? Well, whatever. did you ever ski competitively? No, 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 no chance, pal. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know. You could have been, you know, a hero on the cross country. Yeah, no, I like a little cross country skiing. Though I'm good for a skate once in a while. You should. You're a Canadian, man. You got to do this stuff. Like, you know, you're, you're like what else uh, you can do all El- winter? Alberto Tomba. Alberto Tomba. <laughs> Yeah, right. Is that the Calgary Olympics, or was that one of the ones in the uh, 90s? Yeah, he was the Italian fellow, yeah. the uh, slalom skier, if yeah. I'm mistaken. Yeah, there you go. There's Franz Klammer. I'm more of a Franz Klammer type. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Spector, Reed Wilkins, and we have uh, Jay Woodcroft joining us on the line, the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. Don't worry, Jay, that is not a segue to... Uh, yeah, who's your favorite uh, skier, Jay? <laughs> skiing trip. <laughs> Eddie the Eagle. Yeah, Eddie the Eagle go. would have been my guy. Back in the day from the Calgary Olympics. <laughs> there we go. Yes, that's a, that's that's a good pick. That is a memorable one. And if uh, if if you're not of a certain age, give uh, give Eddie the Eagle a Google when you're back at your desk this afternoon. <laughs> but I, I will tell you though that uh, I remember being a young guy and, and when I would train in the summertime, there was a uh, skier by the name of Brian Stemmel. Oh, yeah. Who, oh, yeah. uh, who trained out of uh, Olympic High Performance Center in, in the Toronto area. And uh, what an athlete he was. He had uh, unbelievable legs and squat strength. And actually, a lot of the times, he'd step out and, and play some shinny hockey with the, the fellows that were uh, the hockey players that were training at that facility as well. So he was a good one as well. Okay, well, good stuff. Good, right, to, good to know. Out. That's excellent. Yeah, I remember that name for sure. Hey, in terms of your team, uh, Jay, what, Dylan Wells set a team record on the weekend, four, 48 saves uh, for Dylan Wells in Iowa. I know you, you had to settle for a single point in that game, but tell us a little bit about Wells and, and just your goaltending situation as it stands now. Well, uh, let's start. We'll rewind it back to the, the beginning of the season. Uh, very early on, our returning number one Shane Sterrett got hurt um, in his second game of the season so he's been out for the last eight weeks and what it's provided 
has been an excellent opportunity for our young goaltenders to get some important action at an important juncture of our year. It's the start of our year. So it, it's, uh, it's offered the opportunity for both of those goaltenders, both Dylan Wells and, and Stuart Skinner, to see a lot of game action. Um, Stuart, in the month of November, has seized the net and, and kind of tightened some things up and put some wins on the board for us. And we ran him uh, for a good six or seven in a row there. And then uh, we felt um, that the way Wellesley was working in practice and the fact that we were um, three games in four days with uh, a lot of travel in between, that we would be well served to put him in on the Sunday afternoon and and boy, did he turn in a good performance um, and helped us get an all-important point. Um, let me ask you about Kyler Yamamoto. I understand he's hurt. Uh, two things, Woody. Is this, first, let us know how did he get hurt, what happened. And are we looking at a player that, you know, he's been hurt a little bit and he's a small guy, and it's different when you're his size, you know, trying to play pro hockey. Are we looking at a guy that has to, or is he trying to figure out sort of, how to be a pro, but how to survive being a pro at the same time? Well, uh, those are two fair questions, Beck. I would say this. The, where he got injured was we were on the road in, in Colorado, and it was uh, more of a friendly fire than anything else. So it wasn't uh, where he got run or he got taken advantage of in front of a net or anything like that. It was more um, friendly fire or where our own team uh, you know, kind of got him, and uh, I don't see it as anything long-term or serious. He's uh, fighting his way to be back in uh, to be an option here this week, so I, I don't think it's anything major. So that that's the, the first thing. The second part of your question, uh, which I think is fair to ask, is, is uh, being an undersized forward, uh, is that something that he has to manage. I think there, there's a lot of cases in the NHL of, of guys who might be a little bit undersized that have to uh, find their way in uh, amongst the trees, so to speak, to, to be able to stick handle amongst the trees, to be able to survive amongst the trees. And I think, uh, you know what, I, my impression of Kyler's year thus far has been actually excellent. I think he's been one of our best players day in day out i don't see him shying away from contact i don't see him um avoiding difficult areas of the ice i've loved his personal energy level i think he's uh, a factor in every game that he's played so far this year um and so for me it was more something that was unfortunate and he should be back here pretty soon Jay Woodcroft joining us on Oilers Now, head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. Ryan McLeod, he can skate. That is so important in today's game. He's got decent size as well. Uh, modest offensive numbers for you guys so far this season, seven points in 18 games. I know a lot of times with a player, there is more to it uh, than the points. Tell us a little bit about McLeod so far this year. Well, yeah, you hit the nail on the head, Reed. I think... He's an exciting player that the fans in Edmonton should be excited about uh, moving forward. But he is learning his craft and his trade in a man's league, and he's learning what that takes on a day-in, day-out basis. And uh, um, he's getting lots of ice time. He's, he's being moved around the lineup. Sometimes he's been on the wing to move him up the lineup. Uh, sometimes he's been in the middle. He's played in every situation. 
And uh, the big thing for us with with Ryan that we're harping on him on a daily basis is, is to play on the inside all the time, to not end up on the periphery, to continue to penetrate difficult areas of the ice because he has the skill set and the body frame to do so. And we know that um, moving forward in his career, in order to play at the highest level, you have to do that on a very consistent basis. And uh, that's what we're trying to do with him is ingrain some of those habits. And, you know, I've been quite pleased with what he's bringing to the table. He is a, he's a guy that comes to the rink with a lot of personal juice. Uh, he's excited to be there. He's excited to work at his craft. He's extremely coachable. And uh, like I said, we're, we have high expectations for him. We're coaching him up, and he's getting better each and every day. So the, the guy, uh, Jay, that, that Oilers fans are probably watching, I would think, the most on that team now, uh, maybe Tyler Benson in the short term, but certainly long term would be Evan Bouchard. Uh, this is the big right shot defenseman. He's got the shot. He's got the tools. Uh I'm looking at a stat line that says three goals, 10 points in 18 games. He's got a couple of power play goals. That's all good. I see a minus nine, which tells me here's a young defenseman playing his first year pro hockey, probably learning a few things the hard way, uh, yep. <laughs> which is part of that. This is why you send kids to the minors so that they can learn it there. Uh, take it from here. What's How's he learning? What's he learning? And, uh, you know, how how quickly is he taking it all in? He's an absolute joy to coach, Beck. He's uh, he's another one of these guys that has a fantastic attitude. He knows where he's at. He has a he's an honest self evaluator. I think there's been a lot of really good parts to his game. He's another guy we're putting in in every situation. I think that the plus minus stat um, that. You know, it, it is an important stat, but sometimes doesn't tell the whole story. Often, I think he's been, on, yeah, he's been on the ice for three empty net goals again. So there's three right there. You know, like there's those type of situations yep. um, that that crop up for us. I think he's had games where he's been a huge factor, and then there's been times uh, that he's had learning moments against men defensively, like all not just young defensemen, all defensemen uh, get taken to school sometimes by um, bigger, stronger, um, craftier uh, type veteran forwards. That, that happens even in the National Hockey League. For, for us, what is important is it's not um, the issue of a mistake. It's not the teachable moment. It how, it's how he responds in his next shift, in his next period, in his next day of practice and in his next game. I thought uh, Evan was got dinged up on that plus-minus stat uh, against a couple of weekends ago against Colorado and again um, over the last little bit. And then I saw him go against what I think is the best team we've seen thus far um, in Iowa, and he put in uh, absolutely fantastic uh, two games. He was phenomenal. I thought he really skated the puck he managed the puck he was a threat and he's he's getting better defensively and for us what that means it's about understanding spatial awareness towards where your opponent is how you control him with your body um, the willingness to engage and defend urgently rather than to defend out of desperation 
to me, it's getting back to puck so you don't even have to spend too much time in your own end. Those are all things that he's working on on a daily basis, and you you uh, referenced it. That's why he's in the American League, is so that we can continue to polish those parts of his game and develop the offensive side for him. We know that that's his gift, and that's his ticket to the NHL one day, but he has to take care of some of the other stuff as well, and he's working earnestly at it, so he's in a good spot. Jay, we always appreciate the update. All the best tomorrow against Tucson. Bob will be back to talk to you next week. Great stuff. Take care, guys. Have a great day. That's Jay Woodcroft, head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. He's the Oilers now headliner, courtesy Touchback Safety. Your safety is their goal. Discover your safety training solutions at touchbacksafety.com. Good updates there on uh, Yamamoto, Bouchard, and McLeod. Definitely three guys who uh, likely will be the Oilers in the next... Well, you hope so couple of seasons. You know, you the hope. old Jim once told me, you got three guys in the minors that you really, really like. He says, one's going to make it, and if you do well, two will make it. And three almost never make it. This isn't me talking about those three particular guys. No, it's I understand what you're saying. You're talking about the team as well. Yeah, for sure. Big picture, that's the sort of how it ends up working. Well, so, they, they got a couple of guys who we thought might be in the minors who have been playing defense pretty well for the Oilers. Uh, Bear since the start of the season, Jones the last few games. We'll discuss that and more when we get back. Oilers now. Reed Wilkins in for Bob Stoffer. Mark Spector is here too. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, Oilers Now presented by Digitex. Don't spend your valuable time meeting with door-to-door sales reps. Your all-in-one convenient location is digitex.ca, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. Reed Wilkins filling in for Bob Stoffer, So I, I get to read all of uh, Bob's uh, promotional liners here. Uh, oh, you know what? You, you can text in to 780-496-0063 what Stoffer's recommendation should be when I do the Royal Pizza Tag today. Because I I usually make up something, so we'll get see what cre- creativity we. Bob's get generally like comes it. with like a pink umbrella sticking out of it. I think. <laughs> like, uh, the pizza, like the drinks he drinks. <laughs> uh, B writing in, thank you, Spec. There are so many winter wimps in this city; it's ridiculous. Winter is awesome. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it gets. I, I'm just at the point where I know the weather's going to change. So I don't really complain. I'm sure if it's cold, you got to be aware of it. Well, I think what gets me are Canadians in general complaining. Like if it snows in Vancouver, it's the it's like a, you know, oh my God, it, it snowed. Well, wait a second. Either you were born in Canada or you moved to Canada. Whatever it is, you're now in Canada, right? It will snow. It will snow. As a yeah. Canadian, you kind of when you sign the papers or when your parents signed the papers when you were born here, the 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 the, 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 the you know the the rider and the contract is you're gonna get snowed on. At some point. <laughs> right? The rider in the contract. <laughs> so you're, it's, uh, we're here. Let's do it. Tough and slow. Spectre in studio for the horses, Horse Racing Alberta, who present live standard bred racing each Friday and Saturday night at the Century Mile Racetrack and Casino. So Ken Holland spoke yesterday to Bob. That's on the Oilers page on 630Ched.com. It, uh, 27th game tomorrow, so I always call that the one-third mark because 27 times 3 is, is, is 82. Eight. Or 81, 81, and then you, you, I just round up to 82. That's pretty good math. Yeah, thanks, Spec. It's yeah. one of my few yeah. strengths. Well, not even a strength. I know how to use a calculator. <laughs> Using the calculator is my strength. No, this to... would be the 330, <laughs> the 33.3 yeah. point. I so, like look, they're on pace for 110 points 
They're on pace for a high. I feel like I have to repeat every positive Oilers stat because I'm so used to talking about like, oh, no. They're on pace for 110 points. I, I usually would ask someone like you the biggest surprise, but I, I don't think that there's anything beyond Ethan Bear for that, unless maybe it's Koskinen being as effective as he had. I, I would still go with Bear because I knew Koskinen was going to be in the NHL, and I saw Koskinen play last year. I've never seen Bear play to this level in the National yeah, Hockey League. That's fair. I, mean, I guess it's just, you know, define what you consider a surprise. Certainly no one thought, we didn't think Bear would make the team. And he's not only that, he's a top four guy and contributing every night. So that's a, you know, a major reason why this team is better. Right, they're keeping the puck out of their net. The puck is getting out of their zone, and Bears very much responsible for that. A lot. He's very good at, you know, he retrieves a puck, he stick handles just enough to avoid the first wave of trouble, and then he makes the right pass, and the puck's gone. Uh, I will say though that uh, as a as a, you know, maybe the charter member of the, how are you going to fix Koskinen's glove? You right, know, <laughs> criticism <laughs> club. <laughs> right, right. Uh, I'm absolutely flabbergasted that a 29-year-old, 30-year-old goalie fixed his glove side over the summer. I was told by many a goalie person that that is an impossibility, and they were all wrong, and I was all wrong because the pucks aren't flowing past that glove hand. Man, he's making stops with. He was always really good down low. Yes, but that glove was a big problem, and it's not a problem now. No, I mean, sure, there have been goals there, but uh, everyone few, go, few go there. On every, 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 few every go there. On one well, and I wonder, too, you know, Hitch talked about it a lot last year. Tippett talked about it coming in. I wonder how much of it was just raw fatigue last year, where he just played so many games. He'd never done it before at the well, NHL level. Have to accept that as a reason at this because, point. Because the glove was worse the last three weeks of the season than it was at other times in the year. So yeah, I wonder, too. he could too, never catch it. He was always a guy that it hit his glove and then fell would to drop the ice. down. He never caught it. Now he's catching it. True. And how many pucks went in that he stopped and then it hit his glove and lay there and it got poked in? Lots of them. Fair. That was a big, big, big problem. And I don't even know how he fixed it, but he's fixed it. He catches the puck like a normal goalie now. And, and he's a good goalie. Like, he's a good goalie. You know, he's the kind of goalie that if you had to sign him at the end of the year, you might have to pay four and a half million bucks for him. <laughs> right? Right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the irony. Yeah, the irony. The irony. <laughs> uh, well, and it is, uh, it, is, uh, it is interesting how, you know, the, Peter Shirelli was, was fired. And his, you know, I always, I, I know Peter is despised by so many fans, but I still think objectively... His first 18 months were pretty good. His second 18 months were pretty bad. You can almost divide it into two chapters. But all of a sudden, the mm. Koskinen deal, you're kind of like, oh, wow, that, that's amazing. I'm not sure about signing Lucic in the first 18 months. I'm not sure. Was so that sure. back at the first? Well, well it would have been. And so would the Hall trade have been in the first 18 months. Fair, but there were... Other I guess what I'm saying is there were more <laughs> moves that he it, made he some paid moves. off, in the, at least in the short term. Maroon paid off short term. Oh, Maroon, Talbot paid off for Talbot was a good year move. and a half. Uh, Cassian was good. The Cassian's a huge win for sure. Yeah, I mean. Well, so what you're saying is he didn't do everything bad. Did some things good? Yes. Whereas in the second 18 months, there was almost everything was bad. But yeah. uh, having said that, they, uh, you know, it's kind of funny because they fired Stu McGregor. I mean, at literally a week before that, was it the 15 draft for Bear? Yes. And. Uh, 
you know, you know that the drafting they did, especially in the deep rounds, had a lot to do with the guys that Stu McGregor hired and the lists that Stu McGregor presided over, right? That's just how scouting works. You don't rebuild your scouting list a week before the draft. You go off the last guy in there, and that was Stu. Well, they drafted Bear, Caleb Jones, and the Marino kid in Pittsburgh. So, you know, there's a guy that wasn't even working for him for long, and he should get a little credit here too. <laughs> More with spec when we get back. You can call in River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. That is also the text number, the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Ashley Fine Floors has more for your floor. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.